Hi, I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Caitlin Harris. She's a graduate research assistant at the University of Georgia. Caitlin, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Now, there are a lot of variabilities with salmonella control. Your research focused specifically on water. Why? Yes, so when you think of salmonella control, a lot of people think of it as an issue for the plant to deal with. Mm -hmm. But there has been research shown that the act of feed withdrawing increases salmonella uh, prevalence in the crops. So we wanted to try to look at something that was an intervention uh, before the going to the processing plant that would help. And, and what, what does feed withdrawal have to do with salmonella? So when you feed withdrawal, bacteria like lactobacillus die, which decreases lactic acid production. This causes the pH to go more towards a neutral pH, which provides a better environment for the bacteria to flourish, like salmonella. And are you withdrawing water at that period as well? Well, typically in a commercial setting, they'll have a automatic water withdrawal. So you'll have a feed withdrawal within the plant, but during uh, catching and transport, that's when a type of water withdrawal will happen. So tell me uh, about your research. Uh, you looked at a couple of different water treatments, is that right? Yes, yeah, so we looked at two different uh, hydrogen peroxide treatments that were pH adjusted with citric acid as well as a sodium bisulfate treatment. So between the two water treatments, uh, what were you specifically evaluating? So we were we uh, had four, the four different treatments I told you about, one, the three uh, antimicrobials in the control, and we were looking at the percent that were positive for crops in Sika after uh, three withdrawal schedules. So a full-fed treatment, a six-hour feed, zero-hour water, hour water uh, withdrawal, and then a 12-hour feed withdrawal and a six-hour water withdrawal. And we, were seeing, we wanted to see, compared to the control, did the treatments have significantly lower number that came back positive. And what did you find? We found that there was no significant difference looking at the treatments compared to the control. But we did find that when we averaged all the treatments together and looked at uh, just the withdrawal schedules themselves. The full-fed uh, treatments had significantly lower salmonella compared to our 12-hour feed and six-hour feed withdrawal. And when you say full-fed, could you define that That's for just, me? That's just, we didn't take them off of feed or water. So what are the takeaway messages for producers? The takeaway is that it's very difficult to try to control salmonella during the withdrawal period, because even though we saw that on the feed and water, we had a 30% positive for salmonella. As soon as we took them off the feed, they started jumping up to 80% positive. So there needs to be something that we can found that be lasted in the system longer in order to control salmonella even off those withdrawal times. And did you follow these birds into processing? No, for this study, we just looked at the withdrawal schedules and then we euthanized and then collected our samples. But there have been studies um, that have looked, have done the withdrawal with different antimicrobials and then looked further into processing and there has been some success with like lactic acid as an antimicrobial. Well I know the industry uh, needs all the help it can get managing salmonella. What are going to be the next steps? I think a lot of it will have to be to start controlling more in the farm because we there's only so many points in the processing plant where you can instill uh, preventatives but starting earlier I think will help um, prevent in the future. Well and it's interesting you say that because uh, I, I've had people in the processing plant saying hey we can't do it all it really mm -hmm. needs to start in live production and you know normally they will vaccinate the, the breeder flock and so forth but uh, you know there are 
I guess there are different interventions that you could also employ uh, once the broilers are, are into production. Yeah, so including like pelleting feed helps, just making sure you have strict biosecurity, litter treatments, water treatments hopefully can be something that can be done to prevent salmonella. Well, I'm sure the industry will benefit from your research. Thank you very much. Thank you. We've been talking to Caitlin Harris. She's a graduate research assistant at the University of Georgia. Thank you again, Caitlin. Thank you.